Watching the feed, I'm going to say welcome back to Crash on the Couch podcast. Uh, we're excited to have our dear friends and uh, Pittsburgh local artist Tim Powell in the house. How's it going? Yes, Tim Powell. Uh, if you are listening right now, I would highly suggest to either change over to YouTube instead of Spotify or pull up our Instagram to uh, check out the uh, related work, related photos. Yes. Uh, everything, because... Uh, because Tim is a visual artist, we're going to be uh, referencing a lot of his work tonight. And if it's all right with you, Tim, I would love to post all this shit on our Instagram oh, just yeah, so people can like uh-huh. reference it when they're listening if they're if they're not on YouTube, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, of course. So, but yeah. Uh, hey, hey, do you want, well, first, all are, right, we, so are we? Are we? Are we? We're all, all. All of our technical stuff is good. Yeah, we're we're all good. Everything is all good. As um, you guys know, all of these pieces of work are his behind us. Tim, if you want to just duck down a little bit, just to show off this one, this one. These were gifts. He he gave this these for Christmas. Each one of these are ours, and then these up here, which I'm going to move the camera up for a second. All three of those he also made. Those are specifically spray paint art. Um, but yeah, so... As you know, we've been hyping up the new paintings behind us with all these uh, 2022 new episodes. Uh, the ones that are sitting on the back of the couch in frames are... Uh, this man painted those each specifically for me, Peyton, and our two roommates. Yeah, they're uh, digital illustrations. I did them on Photoshop. Oh, sweet. Nice. Okay. Nice. Do you want to go ahead and you introduce yourself and talk about what you do? Yeah. Hi, uh, my name is Tim Powell, and I am a spray paint artist and uh, digital illustrator. I, uh, I have a degree in graphic design, and I am certified in um, communication and publishing. Um, and I do a lot of uh, paintings. My Instagram is uh, Tim Powell Art, if you want to take a look. I post a lot of spray paint time-lapse videos. Um, I do a lot of comic book artwork, and then I do graphic design stuff. 
Awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This has been probably this is this is one of the more uh, one of the podcasts we've been more excited to do once now that we're back at it. So I appreciate it, dude. Uh, where do you like? How do you like? Okay, so these paintings that are hanging on the wall, right? Uh-huh. I knew you were an artist. We like talked about art and shit for a while, but then I saw it on your Instagram story. And I, like, saw you spray-painting, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, well, I was like, one, that's cool, but two, you, like, did the time-lapse of you spray-painting, and I was like, yo, that's fucking crazy. How much for these paintings? You want to hear more about the the time-lapses? Dude, I want to hear all about it. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, when I was, like, um, probably, like, 11 or 12 years old, my mom took me to something called the Irwin Art and Jazz Festival, um, which is, like, an art show in my hometown. It was, like, on Thursdays in the summer. People would, like, play saxophone in the street, and there'd be, like, vendors selling, you know, jewelry and paintings and stuff. And there was this 17-year-old kid. His name was Doug. I don't remember his last name. But he was posted up in the middle of, uh, in the, in, like, an alley just doing those spray paintings. And I sat there, and I watched him for hours doing, like, the uh, the planets. And, like, he did a lot more, like, like bridges and stuff like that. He'd, like, carve those into the paintings and stuff. Um, but my mom eventually felt bad that I'd been standing there, like, watching this guy and not buying anything, so we bought a painting, and I went home and started YouTubing spray paint art, (sighs) and, uh, yeah, I've been making them since I was 12. I didn't really get any good at it until I was probably 17 in my AP studio art class. I did a lot of, uh, a lot of spray paint stuff, and, yeah, so when I do those, um, when I film videos of me, uh, doing the, the spray paint time-lapse videos, there's like uh i have that overhead camera view yeah yeah. like a bunch of people will like send me like messages and dms and it'll be my comments about how i'm like how do you get that angle or whatever like they think i have some sort of like professional like camera rig or setup or anything my garage door it goes up i slide my phone into the handle i just hit like record (laughs) on the time lapse on iphone and i get the overhead overhead shot very professional Mm mm-hmm I thought you had like a C stand or something. Nope. I th- is that? Do you use your phone for the photos you take of your work? Yep. For uh-huh. even for like the prints. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. I have a Photoshop app that I use. Sometimes I'll like uh, I like to do HDR photos when I post pictures of my paintings, and it, it like helps like the the darks look dark and the lights look light. Sweet, dude. Um. So do you want to talk about these these ones in the background first? Oh yeah. Or sure. do you want to talk about the ones up here? I'm gonna oh, put them on. I'm gonna put them on this screen right here. Actually, it's all set up. I just got. I just had to do that. Oh. So I have it all set up and everything. <laughs> That's cool. And then I can just click next. Uh, well, I'm also so, kind of curious to hear but about do you, like. Do you, do you want to ask? Do you want to talk about the um, the question? Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, we talked about spray painting. I'm kind of curious yeah. to hear about, like, the digital art side. Oh, the digital like, art side. Well, you and I, like, I, you and I have talked about the spray painting before to a degree, I think. But yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm uh-huh. kind of curious, like, how, how do you paint in the computer, I guess? Okay. So, um, essentially, um, Talk to me <laughs> like I'm familiar a boomer. with Microsoft Paint? Oh, I'm very familiar. Our logo was made in Microsoft Paint right before they killed it. Really? Yes. I didn't know they killed it. It's, it's gone. It, I mean, you can still find like if you have an old computer, you can still use it, but like, it's not. They're not updating it anymore. They're not putting it on any new computers. 
I don't even like the new Microsoft Paint, you know? Like, yeah. I liked when they were pixels and squares, <laughs> you couldn't get a rounded brush. Um, but yeah, so I guess my digital art stuff sort of started with Microsoft Paint, like drawing things in Microsoft Paint, and learning how to use the mouse to, like, I would draw, like, pictures of Mario and stuff like that, but um, when I went to high school, we had, like, like a... There was a class called Digital Painting, which I assumed was going to be like some like fancy Microsoft Paint Photoshop stuff. And when I was like, uh, when I was 12, I like downloaded Illegal Photoshop and was like drawing little like pencil sketches and then uh, scanning them in my computer and then trying to like color them like they were professional comic book pieces. I remember drawing like Star Lord whenever that Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the steps of doing, like, a, a, like, a digital piece from, like, a pencil sketch are exactly the same as that, like, it's the same sort of process, but now I use a digital drawing tablet, so I'll draw, like, a, a sketch on paper and pencil, and I don't, like, scan anymore, but I'll take a photo of it on my phone, and I'll email it to myself, and then, uh, I'll pull it into Photoshop, make a layer on top of it, and then with my, it's like, uh, it's almost like drawing, like, on an iPad, you know, like one of those. Um, I'll go over the, the lines, like do my inking layer, and then I'll make a layer underneath the inking layer, and I'll color that, and that's how I'll like make a digital piece. Like that's that's how these four were made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. It's uh it is it's very different. Um, like so when you're drawing pencil on paper everybody's familiar with that feeling like it's like sort of anything can happen when, when you're on the um like drawing tablet sometimes like where you push on the the tablet will not line up exactly with where it is on the like the computer screen it's called parallaxing and um like companies like wacom which is like the top drawing tablet company i personally have a huey on canvas pro um, but that, that difference between pro and not pro is a difference in how much the screen is allowed to parallax. Like, do you pay the extra $200 to make sure your pencil is a little bit closer, or do you, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just see him. Let's go. Big Tim, so hype. I know this man. We will have the podcast up on YouTube <laughs> and on Spotify. So if you want to just tune in for that question, you can find it there. But we'll keep going. Um, it's a staple. So. Oh, That's a bad spot. I'm not much of a connoisseur. So <laughs> well, I'm about to Matt tells us about his bodily functions as, as usual. Yes, just slightly, yeah. And I didn't think my link, I posted a link to your thing, but it got deleted. So I need to add moderator. Okay, now I should be able to do it. All right, anyway, so, um, all right, how about we start with the art? So, how about you tell us about this piece? Unless you, unless you want to skip them. You know, if there's one you want to talk about more Or, fuck is there something you wanted to ask us oh, about? Yeah. Oh, well, I what's guess on so. your mind, dog? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, 
for, for people that are like not listening, we we hang out. With, Tim, Tim Tim's cr- has slept on has crashed on this couch many a time. Yes, many yes, a I night. Have. I've spent many a night on this couch. A veteran, <laughs> a veteran, you can say, of crashing on the couch. Who? Not anymore. I just, oh, okay, I just okay. fixed it. Uh, is it working? Yeah, yours is fine. It was just okay. his mic that he muted. So, um, do I have any questions for you? Or just like, so I don't know. Is, when's your movie dropping? Is there anything? Oh, you, oh whoa, 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 whoa. All right, all right. Talk to us about this, all right? Okay. okay. Got him. Got him. <laughs> this motherfucker thinks he's slick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's the link. All right, I just posted the link uh, in the chat uh, to his Instagram page, and then it should also his app should also be in the description. So, but there it is in the chat right now. If you just want to click that, I think my follow counts page. currently at six six six. So I don't know if I need more followers or not. That's like... <laughs> you need exactly three more followers. Exactly three more followers, <laughs> and that's it. It's probably as many people as there are. Uh, in the stream right now so <laughs> i mean judging by the different uh different looking profile pictures this might be our most streamed episode so far we have three that's, people in the chat that, that's that's a, <laughs> that's a record that's a record johnny aaron and someone else who knows all right um are we looking at these art here? yeah let's yeah, let's yeah. let's start there see where it takes us okay so if you want to skip some, we can. This is just how. This is just the ones that you sent yeah. us. So this uh, this so. first painting here, this is a spray painting on a poster board. Like that's literally a fifty cent piece of poster board. I got a Dollar Tree, and then uh, all the spray paints are Rust-Oleum brand um, from your local Walmart. It's like four dollars a can. Listen, Anyhow. we know you work at Walmart <laughs> now. It doesn't mean you can just sponsor Walmart. Okay. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Walmart, like but I would not reject. I would not reject a Walmart sponsorship. I would sponsorship. not reject any. Well, there would no, be there, there's some, but probably not Walmart. Walmart I, for now, one, man, would like yeah. to be on the record saying I'm for Walmart when the corporations take over. You know. <laughs> <laughs> are, are they paying you to say that? Uh, they will be. They will be. All right. So this painting, this is. Um, when I, when I made this, I had been going through, like, a very bad, severe case of artist block. Um, Instagram, for whatever reason, had started shadow banning my posts. Um, well, it was... I know damn well why. Um, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> You're going to have to... Why? No, yes, Is this appropriate? appropriate. Okay, so, okay, okay. I received an email from a uh, digital marketing company by the name of... Can I name drop here? I, guess I don't give a shit. Drogster. Yeah. Grogster was the name of this company. Oh, you told me this. Okay, yeah, yeah. keep going, keep and going. And they, um, they emailed me and were like, hey, like, we absolutely love your art, um, but we noticed that you're like a smaller account, um, so we would like a chance to like, be your social media manager and like, reach out to other artists and stuff and try to give you a bigger following. So there was like a free day virtual assistant thing that they wanted to let me try. I was like, yeah, sure, do it. And then uh, it gave me a couple questions, like how how much engagement did I want him to like try and find. That's probably as much as possible, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I, I put. I put like as much as possible. Um, like I told him to comment on as many people's posts as possible. Like any anything that he wanted to do, I gave them my my password and they logged in. And I got these this like essentially what happened was somebody sent 
bot messages from my account to like millions of, of human beings. And uh, I guess that there was an option on that thing when I was filling it out to like type out messages that you would want to send, or it would just like like the guy would or like it would just come up with like you know messages to try to get people. I assumed it was like a human being running this thing, and when I learned it, it was not. So it was an algorithm. Yeah. Uh -huh. So essentially, um, somebody was messaging all sorts of people around the world like greetings, I am Tim Pow, follow me, or like like um. Specifically, I remember that there was one that was like, like, we could be good friends or something like that. Like, imagine you getting that sort of comment <laughs> on your, like, you would not want that in any way, shape, or form. And uh, they put out so many comments at a rate in which Instagram uh, claimed, like, couldn't happen. Like, within this 24-hour, one-day free trial, um, Instagram banned my, banned me from posting because they thought I was a bot account and like a bunch of other stuff. I mean, in a way that you were a cyborg account at the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cyborg account. And uh, so I went from having like a lot of, I was on the Explore page a couple, like like consistently. I had like a, one with a thousand likes and I was all super happy about that. And then like two weeks later, bro, 23 likes. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get any, like nobody, there's nobody looking at my posts. Oh my God. All my hashtags have been banned. From like using them too many times and like that obviously that bot account thing. So they so, wouldn't they wouldn't like they would block your yeah, hashtags so, like, from I being wasn't viewed in search. Anything, and I literally wasn't making paintings. I wasn't sharing anything. And so like in the summer of that year, this was twenty like twenty nineteen. Okay. January February like around that time. And uh, I just come home from my first stint at college, but. This was in the summer of that year, this painting in front of us, um, because I had, like, finally had enough of not painting, and I just decided to, like, ask as many people as I could on Instagram to do an, one abstract painting. I called it, like, the abstract art challenge, and I think I got, like, 23 people or something to all make, like, quit whatever style they were currently working in, and just, like, throw color at the canvas until they felt like it was complete, and that's what I did with this one. So I took, uh, like I said, it's white poster board, and I took a uh, blue painter's tape, and I like taped up that pattern. I did all the borders, and then I did that little like sectional in the center there, and then I just sprayed spray paint like all over it, like all sorts of different layers. Um, the video's on um, not my Instagram right now, but at formerly Tim Powell Art, you can find it. Wait, is it the account oh, yeah, actually one? formerly? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is, what it's called. It's how many, how many like, uh, from switching from that to the new one, how many followers did you oh, lose? Okay, so that one at its height had like two thousand, not a whole lot or whatever. Two thousand is more than this podcast has. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, like it drastically has dropped since I stopped using it. Like, like hundreds of people have left it. They've but, unfollowed you. Well, the old account that I no longer use, yeah, like, shadow band or whatever. So I made a new account. And I'm currently, like I said, at 666 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Damn. It just went up. It just went up. Thanks for <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> oh. oh. Wow. <laughs> You're um, welcome. <laughs> we need one more follower. <laughs> I said um, that last one looks like it could have been like a, an album cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah an album cover um, would have been sick. Currently, it's hanging in the bedroom of. Uh, the dorm room of Henry White, who's a friend of mine from high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This one 
Uh, if I can ask you to pause for one second. I'm gonna, if you're listening, and I'm gonna put on our Instagram when we post all these. I'll uh, timestamp in the uh, in Instagram description for like slide one, oh, a yeah, minute, yeah, two, yeah. five minutes, or whatever. Uh, you know, we'll timestamp these in the uh, in Instagram. Sorry, just for the audience if they wanna watch and like look along. Anyways, this one, this one's really cool, dude. Whenever I was looking through these earlier and downloading them from the email you sent me, this one, this might be my favorite one. Oh yeah, this is this was my favorite one for a very long time. Um, I don't know if it still is, but it definitely was. Um, so this piece I painted at the end of my senior year of high school, and I was like feeling, ah, like I was I was at this weird point where I felt like I was stuck in between like two very large life choices. And so that's sort of what this painting represents. You can see that that's my uh, silhouette sitting on a hillside in between the sun and the moon. And uh, I call it Day and Night, like the Kid Cudi song. <laughs> and uh, essentially, I'd felt like going to college, because um, I had pretty good grades, I could make it into a good college. Um, and uh, like that, to me, like that was like the next big step in life was to like go to college, and then after that, like find a career, and then like house, car, car you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the American the dream. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So, in my mind, the sun represented that, and then the moon represented um, sort of like like not going to college, and like just sort of like doing what I wanted, and like painting like like a, a small like cabin lifestyle, in which you paint uh, pictures and like not try to be ambitious or anything like that. And so I felt like I was stuck in between these two choices. But regardless of if I became successful and like, like had a bright future, like, eh, like the moon would still be, it'd still be fine, you know. Like it'd be perfectly adequate. It just shines a little brighter, or like not as bright as the sun. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Do you uh? Do you still feel that way? Um. Well, I did. I have. I technically have two college degrees, or like a degree and like several certificates, and uh, it has given me all the skills to stock shelves overnight at the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did that for a bit after graduating too, so I uh, I feel that, dude. I I feel that. All right, let's go to the next one. Oh, this one's a fun one. I don't know if I can. This is currently hanging at my, uh, oh, my best friend nice. Jared Hernandez's nice. apartment nice. Robinson. At Robinson. Dude, this one's sick. Yeah. This was uh, a spray paint one, like the ones mm -hmm. behind us? Yeah, one of my best friends bought this at my uh, my gallery show in March of 2020, right before COVID hit. Damn. I was supposed to get a whole month, and I got five days, and then a pandemic swept across the nation. Do they like charge you for the whole month or like how does that work? So basically I um I didn't pay anything to use the venue, but every painting I sold thirty percent went to the cura curator. Wow. I mean, I told I've heard of fifty percent going to the curator. Well, yeah, so but, like, this is, like, but that's still pretty Irwin, that's still pretty high. Was, yeah, you know, it was a small venue. Hmm. It was at a Feathers Artist Market, but I liked it. It was fun. This is sick. This is like just a really sick yeah. It's, the, it's Pittsburgh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, like, inspired by Pittsburgh. Essentially, like, when I go and make these, I never, I don't really have anything in mind. 
So I'm carving this city into here, and like the, the buildings sort of look Pittsburgh shaped because that's where where I'm from. Oh, stay tuned. There's a uh, Mac Miller painting coming up. I don't know how far it is, but there is a Mac Miller one coming up. It's like so, you. I, I like that you always incorporate that. Not always, but often you incorporate like space into the background. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm real inspired by space. It's got like unconventional colors, um, big contrasts. It's very pop arty, which is sort of like my uh, my favorite kind of art. Okay. All right, let's go to the next one. Okay. Hmm. Uh, that's why I zoomed up on it. All right, there's the next oh. one. Okay. Oh, there's a lot to this, this one. This one's interesting. I call this one the Xenomorph Giraffe one. <laughs> and that's oh, I see okay. it now. <laughs> Holy cow, those are this Xenomorph. Is... Those are Xenomorphs. What so, the heck? So, this one is a collaboration, okay? This isn't just me on this one. It's okay. me and a man. He did one of my, like, Instagram friends. His name's Cool Stuff Man on Instagram. And he does a lot of comic book stuff. He goes to, like, conventions and stuff. He's in LA right about now. I'll make sure we tag him. But, uh, um, anyway, so the arrow. we've been following each other for a while, and he, uh, I asked him if he wanted to do like a collaborative piece. This was during that summer when like Instagram was was banning me. What and, uh, what year was that? If you don't mind. That was 2019. 2019. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, and so like I just like wanted to use Instagram to do fun stuff, so. Just asked this guy if he wanted to do like a collab, and he sent me a picture of a pencil drawing of those little like uh, cyborg monks um, ta trying to tame these xenomorph giraffes, and uh, it was just like pure black and white. No, none of those colors were there. There wasn't a space background. It was just pure pure white, um, and I just digitally colored it in my drawing tablet, and then I sent it to him, and then he like he like he posted it. It was like a collab thing. Dude, that's sick, man. He did a version of coloring where he put it in front of, uh, it was like they were in front of the ocean, but all the colors were weird. Like it was like green water in the ocean and a purple sky, sort of like mine. Oh. Okay. Or no, it was a uh, green sky, purple water. It's like the opposite of mine. But yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. When you, when you get like, uh, maybe, it, maybe this, maybe this isn't the right, the right one to ask about. I don't know, that, that's a, did you ever get an explanation from him, like, why he drew, like, xenomorph giraffes? Um, no, he just, <laughs> he has, like, a really imaginative brain, this guy, cool stuff, man. Um, but he, one, one time, he actually gave me the biggest compliment I've ever received in my life. He said that my artwork, um, drops jaws and splatters brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but he, uh... He's got a comic book out. It's called Blubber Island. Blubber Island? Yeah, Blubber Island. I, I might have to, I might have, to have this guy on the podcast. Oh, dude, he uh, he lives nowhere near here. He's like a... I think he's like in his 30s or 40s. I've never talked to him in person, but like he seems really nice. Yeah, we can set up a Zoom call or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll, maybe we'll reach out. There's another guy in Ohio I like named SG Spray Paint Art. He's like the Yoda to my Luke in terms of art. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. That's... How, so, was there, after you started Googling shit on YouTube and learning how to spray paint, was there anywhere, like, what was it like, beyond, okay, so you had, you, you used YouTube tutorials to start learning how to do this. Yep. What was that, like, learning process like, was it? Oh, yeah, so, I watched a bunch of videos, um, this guy called Spray Casso, like Picasso. Yeah, that, that, was, that was just the, the one that I, I would watch, and, um. 
Anyway, he would do, like, real-time, very slow, very, like, explaining, like, step-by-step, step, like, take the spray paint six, in six inches to, like, a foot away from the piece of paper. Spray lightly. You don't want to get, like, all one area. You want to do, like, layers and coats. And then uh, he'd show how to get, like, textures and patterns and how to use a palette knife to, like, carve into the paint and reveal the color that is un underneath the drawing. Uh, That's sort of like how I do Yeah, yeah, how you did the lava? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Uh-huh, like every time that you see like a like a city in one of my spray paintings, I, I, it was all space and then I took a palette knife and I carved that black away with oh, the color Like wow. it's, it's an all the time lapse videos. They're yeah. like 30 seconds, so like you really can't tell what yeah. going on. But like, <laughs> well, so like for this one, yeah, for I was example. Thinking about post yeah, exactly. So like, so if you want to like... I sprayed pink, yellow, and orange down, and then I covered the whole thing in blue. All this And then blue. I took a metal roller with a straight edge, and then like carved those, uh, like patterns on top of it. Wow. Okay, so that's how that works. And it was that the same for like, the moon, like this moon. Okay, this so moon, or is that I'll different? spray paint different layers down, different colors. Like I probably went like, uh, green, yellow, and orange for that big planet. Ugh. And then I spray paint half of it white and half of it black for shadow and lighting. And then I'll take a uh, magazine paper or like a like a plastic like have a nice day bag you get from like a grocery store. And I put it on top and then rip it off and like add different little textures. And okay, stuff. yeah, that have I, a nice I, day I, bag. <laughs> okay, but that's awesome. But then I cover it with like a cup. Or uh, occasionally I used to use moving popcorn buckets when I was doing real big paintings. <laughs> and, uh, so you get a perfect circle, and then you spray paint your dark blue or your black or your space color around it. Wow. The tools of the trade. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're doing those and you're scraping it, are you um, scraping it while it's still wet, or are you scraping it when it's dry? While it's still wet. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah, but I wasn't uh, sure. If it's dry, you're out of time. You're just, you're just gonna like peel and chip. Yeah, you have yeah. to move fast with spray paintings. Or if you're going to take a long time to do a bunch of detail works, get clear coat to keep the painting wet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do you use the clear coat afterwards as well to like seal it up, or is yes. it just to keep uh -huh. it moist? Yes, make it shine. It's uh, it's nice. Oh my god, Mr. Hornacek's listening to my podcast. That's pretty wild. Oh <laughs> yeah. wow, let's go, let's go. That's pretty sick. Is he your old art yeah. teacher? No, no, no. He was uh, he was one of my uh, scout masters, one of my. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Dude, we're up to six viewers. Wow. We're up wow. To six New viewers. record. Wow. Maybe <laughs> we can get up to ten. Maybe. Holy cow. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can get up to double digits. That'd be pretty sick. All right. Uh, here's the next one. Yeah, if you have anything uh, to say about this one. Where this painting was cool. This one's a spray painting as well. This is a spray painting and palette knife, which I was just sort of describing how to use. Where do you get the inspiration for something like this? Okay, well this one is, uh, this, actually, this one's a really interesting one. So, I was hanging out with my friend Rachel, and we were talking about, like, like, God and the devil and stuff like that. So I, I sort of akin this to, like, a portrait of Lucifer. He's, like, half fiery passion and half cold indifference. Um, but this one started out as a painting of a tree, and I wanted it to be sunny on one side and night on the other side have red leaves on one side and blue leaves on the other side and I made the trunk too fat and I hated it so then I just took my palette knife and I started like carving into it and uh, I started to get that background with like the dark red like the black is like yeah out of the yeah red, and the, there's like black carved into that blue up there wow and uh, 
And there's almost like a face. Yeah, yeah exactly. So then I took a, a palette knife and started like like doing like a portrait. That's while, while me and my friend Rachel like talked about uh, different passages of like revelations and stuff like that. Wow. And the the fall of the angels. That's it was pretty cool. Crazy. It was like three o'clock in the morning. Those are the best conversations sometimes. Dude, that's crazy. This is such a sick art piece. Oh man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, what's up? What's it remind so, you of, JoJo? I don't know if you ever played it, but Azra's Wrath, that looks like it would be one of the main bosses. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a boss. I've never I've never played Azra's Wrath, but uh, sounds cool. Um, oh, this one's like a pop art. This is like an Andy Warhol-inspired uh, piece of pop art. That's a, that's a friend of mine, Addie. She asked me to draw her, but she had like a, a idea I didn't want to go with. She wanted me to do like a draw her in like a space outfit floating in space with a space bun whatever that means a space bun yeah like like, like, uh, like her hair in a bun yeah something like that and uh i was like ah, all i do is space so i was like no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I made, yeah i was like here like, if you want a self-portrait this is it and uh this ended up like doing very well like this has gotten me a's and in, in, like uh like art contests in school and stuff like that <laughs> this is actually in my portfolio. Like this oh, is the, wow. in the twelve images I show companies. Cause it's it's just like a pretty like perfect piece of pop art. Yeah. When you think of pop art, this is what you think of. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's like Roy Lichtenstein inspired, who's like an old '60s uh, comic book artist. What kind of like what what uh, comic books did he animate or did he, he illustrate? So like he would do a lot of like um, he he himself didn't make the comic books, but what he he would do is he'd like find like little tiny images from like old world war ii comics and stuff and then he'd blow up and do big paintings with all these little dots of uh the thing because back in the day when you had to color on that like pulp paper you had to put down like uh like if you wanted to get a skin tone you left it white and then you put like little red dots so yeah yeah far away it would do that like he like invent like did a lot of that printing stuff i don't know you could pull up some some of his pictures they all sort of look like this and they usually have speech bubbles Dude, what's his name here? Paul Monk. Roy Lichtenstein. Who's a '60s artist? Dude, well, now I'm curious. Can we find this? Can yeah. We, can we? Can we screen? Can we like screen? Can Jojo look it up? Uh, well, Jamie. hold on. I can. No, we got we got Jamie right here. Oh. Well. All right, Jamie, okay, pull that up. Me, uh, let me go. Uh, let me get off the screen. Over here first. <laughs> and then I'll pull up the. I'll pull that back up over there until I pull it up. So, so wait, what's his name? What's Roy Lichtenstein? Yeah. Lichten yeah. Lichtenstein? Oh, it's literally immediately popped up. They are. Dude, they're always listening. <laughs> well, you better fucking like and subscribe. Yeah. If you're, if you're listening. <laughs> See, like, image, hit the image database there. Maybe see, if I get just hit to... like images. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you see how that's. Yeah, specific? yeah, yeah. It's, so it's like a lot of like close-ups on on blonde-haired women. Yeah, specifically. Okay. There's one. Um, that's a newer one. There, it's like Scarlett Johansson on the phone, like it's in the Avengers movie. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, right. You mean? Yeah. Well, you see the redhead. That's that face is drawn like Scarlett Johansson. Uh, and that's her okay. saying, "Oh, all right." To... Fury on the oh, phone. Whenever she's tied right. up in the mushrooms room. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but very interesting. 
I feel like I've seen some memes mm-hmm. of uh, this here, artwork. There's one right there from a World War II comic book. Yeah. yeah. So did, did he draw this originally, or did he I like no do idea, stuff man. in addition I was, to this? I first was introduced to his work in high school. My uh, art teacher, Christina Satterfield, showed me. Wham. Him. Okay. Okay. Now I noticed uh, some of the stuff you drew. That I mean, we should uh, we could probably skip to skip ahead to that and oh, come yeah, back. I noticed that you've uh, you've done some uh, Which comic one? book style stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. like panels uh-huh. here. If you like, mm-hmm. it's like pro- yeah. Here you go. Okay. Oh, it's out of order. Hold up. Oh wait a second, wait a second. Go to the go, go to the. Oh okay. That's okay. the so first page. Go back. This one's the. That's the first page. This one's the second page, and that first one's the third page. Oh, All right. Okay. Okay. Well, so, we can talk about, yeah. well, we can talk so about this. when when you when you started doing this, uh, did you like w- were you thinking about him when you started doing this, or oh that guy, or was it just a matter of like I, uh, I always I wanted to reading comic books. So like that, I've never once like seen a Roy Lichtenstein comic, but I've seen like his artwork. Yeah. Okay. And stuff like that. Um. I was like super inspired by like George Perez who did uh like the New Teen Titans comic mm-hmm. book and like I think he did Wonder Woman and the Justice League too. Okay. Um, I liked a lot of that stuff. Batman. Um, I really like Watchmen. Oh, dude! I mean, I love. I mean, you you know I love Watchmen. Yeah, you can yeah, fucking yeah, see it on our bookshelf over there. Watchmen and V for Vendetta. Yes, Alan yes. Moore, one of the the goats of writing. I like From Hell. It's a story about who he thinks uh, did the Jack the Ripper murders. Oh. Uh, who, uh, who Alan Moore thinks did? Yeah, exactly. Dude, oh. I'm gonna have to read that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alan, Alan Moore is one of my favorite I'm, writers, I'm man. Have to yeah. read that. They I'm made a movie with that. Johnny Depp as the, the lead detective based on it, which of course Alan Moore would hate because he hates adaptations of his work. But uh, and they, 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 they bastardized. He's 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 complicated with his like adaptations of his work. They said Watchmen was like the book that could never be adapted. Yeah. And there's <laughs> they've done it twice now. Well, well, the, the HBO show, is like a different storyline. It's an adaptation. But it's okay. But it's a different, different story. By definition, it's an adaptation. Well, of yeah, okay, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. different, it's a different plot, so it's, yeah. you can't compare it the same way. Yeah, is what yeah. I'm getting at. Whereas, like the movie was Despite like HBO literally wanting you to compare it the same way, it can't be. I think Zack Snyder did a good job I adapting, like a good job. enough job, but he also kind of missed the point. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cause... he sort of had his own point. Had that movie come out ten years later, I think it would have had a completely different uh, reception because we'd be movie hero, like superhero movie out. You know what I mean? Like we'd be done with them. Now we. And then if a Watchmen came out, you'd be like, oh, like they're over prioritizing violence, almost like the boys. Yeah, you know I, I mean? see what you're oh, saying. The boys is my waited... understanding. The boys is heavily inspired by Watchmen. Yeah, exactly. If if they had waited ten years and gave us a, like a darker Watchmen movie. Like, even if it fall, because the ending, they, they botched it and did this whole environmental thing when they should have done the actual alien plot coming down onto Earth, you know what I mean? Yeah, the fall, I mean, they still made it a false sorry, flag, which is important. Sorry, I the Watchmen film, if you haven't seen it, it came out, um, 2008. And yeah. sorry, yeah. we're going to spoil the Watchmen comic book for you, too, and probably <laughs> other Alan Moore works. Uh, so what you're saying is if it came out, like, now... Where yeah. we're all mm-hmm. superheroed out instead That's of why like. People are loving like the boys. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, Invincible. I mean, Lo- even Logan kind of falls into that Logan, category. Yeah, exactly. So when when you were when you um. Obviously, this is a story. Yes. Uh huh. Do you want me to explain the story? Uh, yeah. I mean, 
maybe sometimes you know the the work speaks for itself Actually, yeah, it's up to you if you want to explain it so i'm not going to tell you not to i wanted this to uh, be a, a comic book that was like this particular scene i wanted it to be exactly wordless wordless like you could understand everything without a single word so i didn't put a word on the panel unless it was a sound effect um so if you go back to the first page here yeah that one right there so you tell me what's happening like i want you to uh, tell me what's happening birth birth that's a good answer <laughs> a ship is being sent out yes the ship is being exactly. born from another ship it looks like it looks like spike spiegel's ship the small one yeah, yeah. it kind of does look like at least fish. like the the top view yeah yeah have you uh i assume you'd be open to animating or illustrating a comic book oh yeah i have i uh, was working on one with uh something writer from Trafford. I was writing a comic book about the dive bar scene in Trafford. So, uh, yeah, like, I, like a comedy? I, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 sort of. It's starting like, a, like an angry Vietnam vet with a big uh, beer belly who goes into bars and yells at people. It's sort of a plot. And I got about two or three pages done and then my drawing tablet broke and uh, I never got back to it. And I haven't talked to the uh, author in like a couple months. I bet you if I emailed him, he'd be like, What's, like yeah, set that back up. Okay, this is a question that I've had for a while mm -hmm. about, uh, so since I started, since I took that graphic novels class yeah. at Point Park, and uh, since I started reading, like, uh, you know, Watchmen and V for Vendetta and um, other other comic books, how is, like, it's like Dave Gibbons is, like, listed, it's, like, by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. Yeah, Dave Gibbons because, is the artist. Yeah, yeah, and in a way, like, you drawing the art you're mm -hmm. like in a way you're also authoring the piece yes uh -huh. um it's kind of it's like more even more so involved than a director or cinematographer yeah, collaboration because essentially a man gives you words and you have to turn it into visuals yeah so, like, what t tell me what that's like so it's um luckily for me every um artist i've ever worked with like author i've worked with has always said like I can't draw, like, it's stick figure theater, like, so essentially anything I give them, they're grateful for. Um, okay. But there's a lot of people, like, how you describe something that happens, like, the words you choose, like, really sort of, like, have to dictate what I draw. Like, if somebody tells me that something is vast, I'll draw a very tiny little thing like that. Like, look at how vast space looks and how tiny that little chunk of planet mm -hmm. looks. Um, but, like, if you say that, like, the vastness of space somebody might just like you know draw our solar system or somebody might like draw, a, like a, uh, draw everything real time you know what i mean like that's yeah so, like a two-page thing mm -hmm. like you almost like when i was working with this guy i almost wanted to like ask him what he wanted in every panel like i wanted like a like top left corner like 12 panels on this page like if he had taken the time to like like plan out how he wanted his pages to look and then i drew them you know what i mean uh, some Which of that some, probably of, some artists do do that or like some authors will do that like when neil gaiman does a, com a comic book like the sandman or something like that he'll literally like write out on a uh sticky note like how he wants the panel set up to look like um like stick figure theory. so like he's like he's like envisioning yeah. what it would look like but uh -huh. he's not really super great at drawing it yeah himself. exactly so I feel like that probably uh, it's probably a more clear process the higher yeah, level you get to. Yeah. But but a lot of some other different uh, like authors will do like like an outline. They'll send you an outline, and then you sort of have to craft how the book is made, and that's really difficult to like pull words into 
images and stuff like that, but it's it's fun. I feel like I that leaves you an opportunity for like some pretty cool shit though. It does. It definitely does. And uh, like I think that the different artists illustrated the same words. Like you have completely wild and different adaptations. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the same thing as like uh, a different DP shooting the same script with the same director. Yeah, You're gonna get yeah, a different yeah. film. You know what I mean? Uh, different interpretations of story lead to different stories, you know? Mm-hmm. Or the style is, like, so vastly different between the artists that, that will be drawing it. Yeah, know? yeah. So did you... Because cause the, 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 the other thing that, like, Watchmen made me appreciate is the, the how, like, the medium you tell the story in affects the story that you tell. Like how time... Like yes, how time exactly with time. Comic book, yeah. Because... You see a two-page spread... You don't see like the first panel, you know. You what Watchmen allows you to do is see time the same way that Doctor Manhattan does, which is something you can't do Past, in a film. Future all at the same time. Yeah, uh, and that affects the story that they were able to tell, which is like special and important. Yeah. Um, does that um? What was I gonna say? Does that uh? Did you write this one? What this uh this, this yeah this yeah, one right yeah. here this so, is all this is all from you sorry yeah yeah this is this is me this was um so this is a character named Van Dixon who's like a like a space cowboy in a comic book I was working on called Existence I spent like all summer 2019 working on this or 2020 like during quarantine mm-hmm. working on this comic book I wrote like uh, six chapters <clears throat> and then uh, when it got around time to drawing it I just like fell off because I had to go back to school and I okay. got busy with that um and now that it's been like a year or two i uh i don't like it anymore i want to rewrite it you know better and uh so this was like an opening but i wanted it to be entirely wordless so i didn't have to add anything else to my script okay (laughs) so a bit of laziness a bit Uh, of laziness that happens when you first like start doing something yeah of course of course yeah and then uh, but um so you guys like said birth was happening or a ship was being sent out what's happening here Oh, I mean, they, he's they vibing. Were hunting. They, were, they he's, were hunting him. He's minding his own business, kind of like we were talking about with the moon in yeah. the previous work. He's camping. He's just, he's having a good time. He's camping on this, he's, on this, on this island. He's like Spike Spiegel. He's just vibing. Yeah, he's just having a good time. And then this ship comes up and they zap him. And they, and they mess up the But I, I'm confused. They, they zap him, but then he's on the ground and then he's in a tree. Oh. Oh, that, that's what the glow is. Yeah, he's yeah he's okay. So he teleports to dodge the the blazer beam. Yes, exactly. Inter- okay. So that's like that's why I didn't think that this like quite worked. Like it needed you almost need the words to know that he's a teleporter. You know. Yeah. I feel like I explain it better in the next page. Like it, if you. This is the thing is like you can introduce a concept yeah. and people might not get it, but if but you I like, like double down later, it'll work. I love I like my panel layout here. Like, I, I think I the think, panel layout yeah. is really good. Because I went to graphic design school and like all we did was like panel layouts for magazines and stuff. Oh, uh, like okay. So I had a lot of fun doing that. Like if I if this art stuff like never works out, I have a job in publishing. If I want, you know, if I really <laughs> want, I, I can go and try. You know? I don't think you're gonna need to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're need to. Personally, <laughs> it's a good layout. I like the I like the um the V like yeah, the, the like uh, I don't know most comic books that I've read are all just squares for the mm-hmm. most part. There's some, there's some wild ones. But yeah, this is the third page where I think I explained the teleporting better. I added sound effects. Bamf. Bamf, Bamf, is, Bamf. The, uh, Bamf is the exact same noise they do in X-Men when Nightcrawler teleports. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Bamf. 
I love the the superhero landing. Yeah. The superhero I landing. I looked at a picture. I literally looked at a picture of. Uh, Peyton, can you zoom us in on that purple guy? There yeah. we go. <laughs> Yo, he's like. This, look is, at, this look. is some imagery. <laughs> this is some crazy, crazy ass imagery. Tim, what I like yeah. about this is this purple guy is slouched. Yeah, he's, he's so not. comfy. He's, he's so comfy. Yeah, like, like he doesn't care that this guy just teleported and like just the, wrecked because he thinks he's he, he This thinks is the craziest shit he's seen all day. He has the gun. Like he thinks like, oh, this guy can't do jack shit. Like I got a gun. Yeah. And then he like you know aims the gun at him, but then it turns out that Van Dixon has a grenade in his pocket. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of there? <laughs> I like that you gave him like a chin, like a chin beard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the goatee. <laughs> Look at that. Is that a division symbol in the background? Yeah, I was just, like, trying to do, like, alien screens, you know? Dude, that's just the Ed Sheeran album. Yeah. This guy's a huge Ed Sheeran fan. Wait, the division multiplication? What? Colon. This dude's just vibing to the shape of you. I love this. What yeah, is I was this? literally just drawing little buttons. I figured it'd be so small that no one would ever notice what it was. You, like, oh, you I didn't notice until that's, I that's why I like it. It's like you don't have to, like, yeah, you, exactly. you get the idea like, of it. If this was printed on paper, you'd need a magnifying glass. It doesn't need to be specific. Well, what is this? What is it, was, it was just like, like a little, like just... a thing he could press on his ship, you know? Like, I imagine oh, okay. like a console around with screens and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, he just, like, yeah. That, that he just destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here's the whole thing. This is sick. I love the design of him teleporting though. Like this yeah, I like the uh, I like the outline thing. The outline is so good. Did you ever watch uh, Star Wars Visions? Have yeah, you watched that yet? Did we watch Did we watch that with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I yeah, I was so, like pretty drunk for that. I, I don't really remember. But um. Because you guys told me to watch the first one because it was like a samurai fight, which would be really cool. But I clicked on the second episode thinking it was the first one and had to watch that, that terrible punk pop band at Jabba's Palace. Oh, that was, that was ass. That <laughs> was so bad. That was the best thing I've watched on Disney+, Plus. not going to lie. Oh, the, the samurai Star Wars bit? <laughs> Just, yeah, just uh, Visions in general. Star Wars Visions. Check it out if you're, if you're still listening, Johnny. If anyone's... <laughs> if, like, listen, if a Disney rep hears this, one, what are you doing at Disney? Two... Uh, make Star Wars Visions like its own series. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Is, uh, is that the whole comic? Or is there more to no, it? No, those okay. are the three. Yeah. Dude, I would, I would totally read this comic. Yeah. I'm interested. It's the story not... was wild. Like, it was about, if I just sum it up, it was about a, a boy who was chosen by a space god to become the next space god, essentially. Like, it was called Godot, the Celestial Sage. Because of that, uh, there's that play called Waiting for Godot. That's like, where a lot of people think it's like two guys waiting for God like they're waiting for death they're uh, just waiting for a friend like the author was like if I met God I'd say God but he said Godot like it's a guy so I called my God Godot <laughs> he's, he's not actually like a it's like a red herring he's just a homie yeah if you were to look for like a um a writer to work with mm -hmm. How do you how do you go about that? Do you just like eBay um, man seeking yeah, so graphic novel art, a writer? Upwork and Fiverr, they'll like ask. I know Fiverr, yeah. Yeah. Um, Upwork's better if you're an artist because like people will post what they 
like jobs that they want, and then you can post it. Like you'll do it. Like artists will apply to do it. Whereas Fiverr is the other way around. You have a gig, and somebody comes to you. More often than not, nobody's looking up your name, and you're not because there's like you yeah, know, there's like a couple hundred top sellers on Fiverr that get all the work. You know. I. Uh... <laughs> this one's an album art. Oh wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What kind of what kind of music? Oh, it's a it's a rap album art for this one. It's Smitten. He's a rapper. Smitten. This album's called the Spontaneous Smitten Experience. He's spitting. Um, I'm getting might have to contact this man about some music videos. You might have to put me in touch. His name's Brett. He's a really nice guy. Might have to do some music videos stuff. He wanted it to be far more flowery, and then I I made this one instead. I mean, I I love this. This yeah. reminds me of DreamWorks, the DreamWorks uh, oh, the yeah. DreamWorks animation. Logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy, uh, Smitten, had messaged me about doing this album art, and uh, he wanted it to be like real, like psychedelic and flowery, and I, I made like a couple different things, and he just didn't like any of them, and I was starting to get kind of frustrated, and then one of my uh, assignments in school was a, a freestyle, draw whatever the hell he wanted. So I drew this and turned it in as my freestyle. I uh, got an A on it, and then I turned it in as this album art, and made like 150 bucks. <laughs> you could have made a lot more. Yeah, I'm yeah, I could have. The kid, he didn't have like, like this is his first attempt at. Uh, Trust me, I, I, I know, I know how you feel. Yeah, this, uh, so you said he was looking for something psychedelic. Was his music like psychedelic rap, like Kid Cudi, or like uh, some of ASAP's work? No, not really. No. Um, I mean, you can look up the album. It's called The Spontaneous Smitten Experience. This is the album art. It actually has words on it. And uh, the font I used was the same font IHOP uses. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, it what what, what, in, cool. <laughs> what influence? What was your inspiration for using the IHOP, IHOP font? <laughs> <laughs> um, the inspiration was that I needed a sans serif. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, sans serif means without footing. Yes. So, when you look at the Bible and all the letters have feet to them, that's a serif. Sans yes. means without. Uh, I learned that in graphic design school. I learned that in my graphic design class, my three credit. No, dude, this is really fucking sick. Yeah, this is, uh, my professor really liked this one. This actually isn't the one I turned in exactly, because my professor didn't like how the water flows off both sides. But that I didn't have a waterfall coming out. The oh, other that's bullshit. Yeah. So what he had me do was put some green on the end there and make it look like the river like starts in the middle of that uh, like half essentially like like a spring. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh-huh. I kind of like how this looks better. I kind of like how this looks better too. Yeah. The fact that it doesn't flow off both sides makes it more surreal. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's that's kind of what I was going for. There's um there's a a theme in your work of floating, earth. Yeah. Uh, what's what's going on with that? Um, like, where does that come from? I find isolation addicting. So I guess that I kind of like the idea of having my own little little world away from everyone else, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. You ever think about homesteading? You kind of <laughs> talked about that earlier. Oh, I've had yeah, I've had a lot of thoughts about homesteading, but I don't think I'd ever actually. You gotta you gotta have quite a chunk of money for that. I yeah. Have the survival skills to build it, build it myself, you know. <laughs> I think I have like enough skills to learn to acquire more skills. I, I have just enough like skills to like confidently say I could do it and then die in the woods like Christopher McCandless, you know. I think I could do it and figure out the things that I don't know along the way. You ever I, see Into the I, Wild? 
uh, we had the option to read the book in okay. high school, and it sounded like some, it sounded like dog shit. That's oh, why, so I, I didn't like read it. <laughs> the movie I've seen clips from the movie it looks interesting, mm-hmm. but I was also like seventeen. I didn't really know like what what a good book was. Yeah. All right, this one I've been curious about. Ooh. I've been so curious about this one because this, this one, one is actually is in space. This looks no, like an album in, cover. It's in to be Earth honest space. with you. Yes, but it's see, under, the, underwater. Under the the ocean is Earth space. Is space on Earth? Well, they say we know uh, m- like more about space than we do about the ocean, which is insane. Yeah. We've only explored like twenty percent of the whole o- the whole underwater world which is on the planet. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, this one is. Uh... So were you watching SpongeBob and you no, had a jellyfish can? No, I wasn't watching can? SpongeBob. Um, I I'd seen oh, a couple zoom. people do some underwater. Whoa. Um, oh, okay, there we go. <clears throat> I'd seen people do some underwater spray paintings. Um, like I think Sketch Art eighty eight on Instagram did one, and he's probably like the like the most famous spray paint art guy. And so I wanted to try it. Um, and then I had this ten year old boy. Shout out little Mikey T on Instagram. Um, he messaged me. <laughs> he told his parents this is all he wanted for his birthday. Really? Aww. So some kid. That's awesome. Well, it turned out he was like cousins with my friend Noah. Okay. But like he didn't. He just followed me on Instagram. Like he didn't. He had no idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like my Noah my knew. big cousins like friends yeah. is a big time artist. Anyway, um, so I sent him this one and I gave him a different one, and I rolled him up and I sent him all the way to. Uh, he lived in Scranton, like where the office mm-hmm. is made. And. Uh, but uh, he gave me 25 bucks. He sent it through the mail. It cost 35 to ship it to Scranton, so I, I ate some money on this. But I didn't care. It's, I it's like a pain for a kid. I mean, it's a gift. Yeah, exactly. I made a 10-year-old kid very happy. I gave and it probably paintings. did. This is, this is awesome. I, I bet he still has I bet it's still up. Oh, I'm sure. I bet he still has it up. How, how old is he now? Oh, I have no idea. Probably like 12 or 13 Oh, now. that's awesome. Do you tell that story on first dates? It's, no. very, it's very, it's very, Dude, it's very a, endearing. That's a good. Well, he just, well, first he just has to, you know. We know his go-to on first dates is just showing him his, the artwork. Yeah. I mean, and then, if you're an artist, that's what you have to. This is the second date. Yeah, little Mikey T story. The little Mikey T. <laughs> <laughs> that's his name on Instagram. So, so wait, did you paint this before he asked you for it? Yeah, or? yeah. And then I posted it, and then he wanted it. On okay. The comment section. What was your inspiration? Did you jellyfish? Oh, um. I saw somebody do jellyfish on Instagram, but I I don't I don't see it enough. Like I, I feel like it was like easy to like carve the jellyfish shape in with the palette knife. Okay. I didn't want to do any fish, cause uh, I don't I don't like to do stencils or anything like that. It's, it's just too much setup. I I think you're above that. Yeah, a lot of spray paint artists use stencils. Um, it gives you a lot more options. You know you're not I mean? you're like, not a lot of spray paint artists. Tim. Yeah. This is awesome. I love the coral. The coral, yeah, the coral on the is like spot on. If you're still so listening good. and you want to check out some other spray paint artists, uh, there's a hashtag that I'm in. It's like 30 spray paint artists around the world are all in like this group chat. It's called hashtag spray boys, like B-O-I-Z. Um, Please. Yeah, and all 30 of us use that hashtag. I actually hardly use it, but I have <laughs> used the hashtag before. Hardly, hardly. <laughs> but I'm in the but. chat, and I, uh, I occasionally talk to them. You're about to busy. start using it now. Yeah. You're, about to, you're about to start getting active again. I should, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, well, what's the deal with jellyfish other than, is there anything else besides just like, uh, people don't do it enough? Yeah, I don't think a lot of people do it, but I saw it on one online and I wanted to try it. You know, like I saw a painting of some jellyfish and I was like, ooh, like I want to do 
jellyfish this time, you know? And jellyfish are kind of, like, inherently psychedelic because they, like, some of yeah. them light up. Mm-hmm. They're kind of pretty, but kind of, they're when also I, dangerous. Uh, when I went to the beach as a kid one time, there was a bunch of jet de- or dead jellyfish mm-hmm. all over. I think it was Same. Bethany Beach. We'd take them and, like, skip them, like, rocks in the water because they were, like, hard. Like, little tiny. Like, like after they dried? Yeah. Oh. Ah. just, like, skip them. Flick the wrist. Uh, yeah. Can they still sting you at that point? No, they're dead. They don't have any like, yeah. prongs on them. They're just tops. the ones that the ones that are on the, the mm-hmm. that come up. Oh yeah, the those beach. things. I pick those things off all the okay. time when I'm yeah. at the beach. They're really cool. You guys ever yeah. get stung by a jellyfish? Nope. No. It hurts. I I mm-hmm. can imagine. Well, I guess it it probably also depends on the size because there are some that just feel like a, a like a pinch. Uh, the one I got stung by felt like a really like the worst bee sting you could imagine times like ten. But not Did like. Did you leave a mark? N- no. Because there's. I was some... I, I was like ten years old. I kind of uh, don't really remember it that much. Okay. Okay. Because some of them will leave like the big ones will leave marks. Well, I got caught up in the surf and I fucking smacked my head off the ground and then I was coming out of the water and I got stuck oh. stung by a jellyfish. Oh, <laughs> it was like double whammy. Geez. first yeah. okay oh, oh what a right. week what Here a week is. this is the week this yep. is the week Damn. right yeah or is his birthday or, or yeah, is this Mac the week Miller's, he also uh, died this is mac miller's birthday i think he died birthday. in october yeah rest this is his peace. birthday though rest yeah. rest, rest in peace rest in peace mac this Miller. this work needs to be zoomed up on this is this this work is incredible and yeah. it's still purchasable so yes, you can still get some this one is still purchasable if you'd like a 20 inch by 16 inch print, 40 bucks. Uh, 20 inch by or er, 16 by 12, and then 20 by 30 is 60. So talk to me about this. I take so it you're a huge Mac Miller fan. In like comic book style, like pencil, inking, and then coloring, just like that, like that process I described earlier. So you drew this by hand? Well, I drew the sketch by hand, and then okay. I took a picture of it, and then I inked it on the drawing tablet, okay. and colored it on the drawing tablet. Um, but uh, I made this March last year. Um, I just wanted to do some like posters of musicians, because um, I was trying to sell posters on a on a website, but I, I, it never ended up happening. I feel like that could still take off. Though. Yeah, it definitely like, if you could. Tried. Yeah, I definitely could still. I just like never got around to it. I feel like displayed would probably like. Yeah, like I, feel I, like could, you could, I could put this on displayed probably. You know. Yeah, oh, we've got a, this we've got a di- some displays. This as a display would yeah. be amazing. For those actually. who don't know, displayed is a, uh, a service that does like metalworking posters. That mm-hmm. look really cool. And they, I mean, we have one right over there. Yeah. Uh, right Peyton's there, got a bunch in his room. Oh yeah, one over there too. Oh, that's the text- edition. One. A lot of the times they're textured too, like the yeah. way they the way they paint the steel is uh, textured. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so this was like a like a Mac Miller tribute piece. I just drew him from a, a couple different eras. There's like early Easy Mac with the cheesy wraps down on the bottom there, sitting on the uh, the boombox. Here, whoa, here if we wanna, that will zoom up on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. New Mac, like Mac with the beard, and then the top one's like you know right before he died. Jeez, absolutely incredible work. Thank you. Absolutely incredible work. Top five Mac Miller songs. Ooh, okay. Go. My favorite, personal favorite Mac Miller song is Hundred Grand Kids." Okay. It's like when I first made Hundred Grands, but then also it's like, "Bless My Mama" with some grandkids. It's like two songs in one. Um. But after that, I like the spins. I think the spins is amazing. Um, I like Come Back to Earth. 
um, surf, self-care, that's one in five already. Um, I like, I think it's called like El Diablo or something like that, I feel like that song goes hard. Rap Diablo maybe? Rap Diablo? Yeah. El Diablo is, um... MGK Bad album? MGK. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. I think, I think Max wrote a song called Rap Diablo. Yeah, I think it's Rap Diablo. Uh, what about you, Jojo? On the sidelines, what's your favorite, like, Matt, uh, Max Miller song? If you have one, if you have Self-care. one. Self-care. Self-care? Okay. Yeah. Alright. I would probably say self-care. Uh, shit, before I, like, I'm about to, like... You don't have I'm about to, to ruin my Mac Miller cred, <laughs> my my, uh, my rap cred, <laughs> by saying my opinion, my favorite Mac Miller song. Probably like knock knock. Like I don't really listen to Mac Miller. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate like him as an artist and what he did for Pittsburgh. I understand why people like him. He's just uh, not not never someone that I never got into. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, still, I love Mac Miller. All right, obviously they actually just <laughs> Mac, the Mac Miller estate just used this picture in their uh, birthday cards to Mac thing. That was on uh, on their website ninety really? two till infinity this? Com. Yeah, uh-huh. they used this. Well, yeah, but they used like millions of Mac Miller fan art. Oh, yeah. okay. It was, like, I, it was like, still yeah, pretty yeah, fun, yeah. cool. Oh, okay. That's that's awesome. Uh-huh. that's awesome. That's awesome. That's still cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one of the birthday cards to Mac. Oh wow. Because he just turned thirty. I, was say, I feel like that's I feel like that's like your best one of your. I feel like I've seen a few people buy those, you know. Oh yeah, I've sold like I've sold like four or five of those. I wish this one was available. This one was my. I wish this one was available. My cousin Brandy has is, that one. That's the one like that got like insane. over a thousand likes on Instagram, and yeah. then I got shadow banned afterwards. Oh. Like, this is oh. Oh. <laughs> Dude, this one like I, I wish I could have this one. This one is so sick. Yeah. I love like the way that the stars when you, I love that like when you do stars they look like nebulas like it looks like dusty you know oh, what I mean yeah, yeah like... that's because it's spray paint mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh, that's um, so good that's like one of the only ones I've ever done with planet rings oh like here yeah like I just took like a little hunk of cardboard and just did like this whoosh, like in one swift motion wait wait, wait. Run that by me again. <laughs> Run that by me again. Here, 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 the cardboard the, the edge of a cardboard it has like all those little like divots like, like the zigzags yeah yeah exactly. yeah okay so that's how that's why there's all these different little lines in here is that's from each of those little zigzags touching Jeez. onto the paper while it was wet and then me doing one swift whoosh motion like that's for cool. trying to get it to go the other way whoosh yeah whoosh whoosh yeah <laughs> when you're when you're when you're making your fucking paintings, especially the spray paint, well, when you're making these, yeah. when how do you like? Where do you get the idea to like you? Know, I'm gonna fucking use some car, a piece of cardboard like this. Not okay. not really an art tool. Because I just sort of use uh, stuff that's lying around my garage for so, the most part. Yeah. So you're like, you uh, this find. place is a mess. Let me see what I can <laughs> grab. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I mean, a lot of people will use foam for stuff like that. Like I I assumed you used foam for yeah. a lot of your stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, if I have foam board laying around, but I also think cardboard works just as well if it's if it's just, you know, laying around there. Um, but yeah, for this one, I used uh, a cap 
like a, like a normal cap for a spray paint for both of those planets. I think that was just a small, like a smaller one. How did you do the, the, okay, the so star, I have, the sun, yeah, I have a straight the flash edge. of light? I have something, it's called a paint guard. You can get it at like Walmart or Home Depot, but it's like, like a handle with like a metal flat end. Like a like a like a metal ruler sticking out of a hand. Kind of like a like have you ever laid brick? Yeah, kind of like kind of like a brickling like but it, spatula. Instead of it being flat, it's like a like this like well, yeah. Do you have a, like a credit card? You know what I mean? Where's Google? Here. Yeah, Google paint card. Here, I'll, I'll fuck I. But what I do is I'm lost. I spray paint the paint guard at the top. So that the paint hits the top of it and then okay. falls down on the flat edge to do like a flat line, but then since I sprayed it at the top, like it sort of like disperses and that's why it looks all dusty like Was that. Like, I think juice. I I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Guard. Yeah, one of those. It's like a flat edge, you know. So I'll spray paint the top of this, and then it'll fall down to the flat edge and then lead back like a straight line. So I'll do that like. In like a star pattern. Like a razor like, blade. Yeah, exactly. Like okay, blade. cool. Yeah, but it's real long. It's like the size of your keyboard. Oh. Ah. Okay, it's like the yeah. size of this. Interesting. Interesting. Let me uh, pull back up the boop. Alright. When, when you're, when you're going to do, uh, when, when are you going to do one of these spray paint paintings? How do you, like, cause I, there's a lot, of, there's a theme of like mountains and water and space in these, which yeah. I love. Uh -huh. It's like surreal nature. Mm -hmm. Where do you get the idea to like, um, where do you like, okay, I'm today I'm going to make a fucking volcano. <clears throat> today well, I'm going to make this. Like, how, where do you like, this is what the image is going to look like. I usually don't uh, plan out what the image looks like before I start. I usually start with a white piece of paper and I just put some color on canvas until I see something I like and then I keep it there and work around it. So you're kind of just like whittling down an idea. Yeah. Um, occasionally I'll go in with a plan. Like if somebody specifically wants something. Yeah. Like then I'll I'll start. I'll do like a sketch on top or anything like that. Okay. Like, like that wizard I had to like do afterwards. Yeah. Like I added the wizard at the end and stuff like that. But like this, this was real time. That was all real time. That's fuck. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. That's like, interesting. These two probably took about. That one probably took like nine minutes. This one probably took like fifteen to twenty. And that one was probably like 45 to an hour adding the wizard on the yeah. end, you know? The, cloud, the clouds, like the fog, that yeah. looks like very realistic. I just used like a piece of 50 cent like poster board and then sprayed white and then sprayed a darker color and sprayed another one. But I'd ripped it in like a cloudy shape to get that edge over and over again. Hmm. Oh, and well, that's all the... That's all the ones I sent you. That's well, all the pieces of work. We've been, uh, let's see, the time... time at... Uh, hour 10... Hour ten. Hour ten. Do you, I mean, do you want to pull? Right we, well, we already kind of started talking about these. Do you want to pull these down and yeah, yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. them? Here, let me. Here, uh, let's uh, ooh, let's show people what. Let's let's show this wizard one first, since you're just talking about okay. the fog. Here, I'll hold it. Yeah, let's send it in. Hold it a little higher so they can see all the fog. <clears throat> so this we, one. We can tip the uh, camera down. I uh. Oh yeah, yeah, we can do oh, that yeah. now. We can do that now. So. Uh, yep. Yeah. There we go. Bam. See, I initially wanted to do like a Sauron like castle thing. It is, it does give me Sauron vibes. And uh, the problem is that I, I made the castle like too chunky and I screwed chunky. up and I didn't like how it looked so I just like carved stairs into it. 
So I made it like a, like a stairway up to something, and then I was like, well, it has to lead up to something sort of important. So I did like a, a gold, like, eggy sort of, like, MacGuffin device, mm -hmm. and I had this wizard doing some magic on it. It looks like the, uh, the, it looks like a pine cone, like, thing, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's actually, it's like a gold, a Trustolium gold, and then I blow it <laughs> that's, that's all. That, that's very realistic looking fog. Thank you, yeah, that's, uh, just layers of different colored paint on top of each other from real far away, so that it, like, barely touches the... That's, that's so cool. This this makes me think of like Mount St. Helens. Yeah. This one I uh I wanted to do like a fiery lightning y sky and so I sorta of, like started this. I did this whole thing and then I needed to put something in the sky. And mm -hmm. I added this mountain range and then this water and I reflected the colors. Oh, that's water. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude, I thought that was like a river of lava. No, well, yeah, I guess it could be a river of lava, but it's the same color as the sky. You know what I mean? It could be anything. It's art. It's all subjective. But uh, like the the colors of the sky reflect down here. Do, where did you get the idea of like I want to make like a fiery sky? Oh, well, sweet. So some people think, I guess it doesn't matter because it all is yeah, subjective. Yeah. It's some people think it's a volcano. Yeah. Some people think it's a lightning bolt. Yeah. Because uh -huh. Well, there are there are lightning in volcanoes. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. heard of that. Before. Yeah, no, That's like pretty wild. so when a volcano erupts, the smokestack of like ash and carbon and like smog, it goes up and it uh, will often create thunderstorms. Oh, really? Be because of like the way it interacts with our atmosphere. Yeah, That's and there'll be wild. lightning inside oh, of. Oh yeah, uh, it's hot and cold like chasing each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There'll be there'll be lightning inside of a, a plume. Huh. That's pretty wild. But uh, but yeah, so. I just I saw a painting with like a like a very similar shape to the to the sky thing and it just sort of like inspired me that I wanted to make one that looked Sweet. my own, my own like better you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like I could do that. Yeah. Uh, -huh. uh let's, um, But I wanted mine. to use all primary colors that for that one. Yeah. So it's well, all of course, blue, reds, and I, yellows. I like that one the most because not just because it's mine, but that's the one I like the most too. That's the one I was hoping I would get personally. Uh, you want me to grab that? One? Yeah, that well, one's, that so, one's my, so we're all dividing those up. We we that, so. the roommates pitched in for these three. Yeah. But there's an so, uh, uh, un, unwritten agreement of who's taking what when we move out. Yeah. And go our separate so, ways whenever that may be. We don't know. <clears throat> this painting I wanted to do like a beginner painting again, like one planet, like one shape of land and then like one water source um but with more of a tusk like, or more of like a mastery on the techniques you know what i mean like uh yeah. <laughs> nice 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 product place <laughs> it was like it was like perfectly framed like the logo is perfectly framed in the camera <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna frame it up on the moon here on the moon <laughs> shout out to a yingling golden pilsner uh, pennsylvania company america's oldest brewery, america's oldest brewery. <laughs> these go really well with uh <laughs> Backwoods, uh, Honeyberry. Sorry, as you were saying. My dad said he's missing Sven Gulli for this. <laughs> that would be a public access uh, TV host that plays horror movies. That's <laughs> that's not a whole lot to miss. 
I don't know. You haven't seen the program. Sorry, Mr. Powell, but uh, you made <laughs> no, the right yo, choice. You made the right choice. What is it? Right now. <laughs> Anyways. Dude, right, we're so... at eight viewers. We do two more to get double digits. Come on. <laughs> Can we make it to oh, double digits? Are, uh, like and subscribe. I hit that bell. Fans and half my family. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's whatever. A views of you. A views of you. If we reach double digits, that'd be pretty sick, actually. For those eight of you, like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram. Yes, yes. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. <laughs> yeah, that that's going to be my new slogan. This is, this is a very, what would you call this, like, what, where would you put this on the spectrum of, like, because, like, there's, like, neutral, chaotic, neutral, chaotic, evil. It's definitely evil. not lawful. It's definitely not, it's definitely not lawful. <laughs> I'd say it's no, chaotic like, good. Chaotic good? Yeah, yeah I think we're chaotic good as well. Or maybe neutral good, because, like, neutral we do good. have a semi-organization of, like, this episode... Depends well, I think the overall structure of the podcast is this episode we're interviewing Tim about his work. Literally, Next I episode, that's definitely. Well, ne next week we're we're talking about The Witcher, so oh, it's like okay. each, or not next week, but the next well, episode. Ne next episode, two, so, so supposed to be two weeks from now. Uh, we're talking about The Witcher, so it's like we have like a structure to like what the episodes are going to be. Yeah, yeah, roughly so. But yeah. within that structure, each episode is very chaotic. Yes, very. So maybe so. chaotic neutral. But this one's very um simplistic, which I like. And then this yeah. has a lot of not that this is like what your inspiration was, but this has very uh man on the moon uh vibes. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, I didn't intend to I wasn't thinking about how you dedicated this one, but it's definitely a big-ass mood. It's definitely a big-ass mood. This is like... This one I wanted to do a little secondary coloring. Purples, oranges, and greens. Which I use like a cyan-y sort of blue. I yeah, I see what you're saying. for the Fire Mountain one, I wanted it to be all like... Uh, primaries? Yeah, primaries. That is fucking sick, dude. It's so I, good. Okay. Let's dude, I love this one. This makes which... me think of like... Uh, like a national parks, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's like, uh, there's mountains I like a lot. This makes me think of Alaska in a lot of ways. I want to talk to you about Kid Cudi later on. Once we're going, once we've gone through these, I want to ask you, I want us to discuss Kid Cudi. <laughs> so, uh, as we mentioned before, the four smaller ones that were on the back of the couch, uh, Tim is a very uh, gracious, friendly individual, and he painted these four for. Mm -hmm. The uh, the roommates that live on the crashing on the couch estate. Estate, I love that. Y'all bought me quite a few drinks. Yeah. That's great. So. So. One of the other roommates that lives on the crashing on the couch estate. Estate. Which we're talking about the uh, the Christmas paintings. Yeah, getting on. <laughs> y'all remember? Y'all remember? Longtime guest of the cast, Brennan. <laughs> Good to have you back. Yo, you, yo, Brian, you want a ying? Oh, oh, oh no! We'll have to grab oh, it. We'll have to. Oh no! Get your shield your eyes. This is a, not eyes. a family-friendly show. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you want a you want a ying or king? Uh, king. I'm good for right now. Uh, so does the podcast just see my ass? Yeah, yeah not just, just yeah. slightly. Not that much. Not that much. <laughs> um, well, subtracting my only fans for more. Mac Miller rules. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Well, All right. So before, let's well, go. Let's talk about this. Yeah. This talk is about beautiful, this. dude. Um. Oh yeah. So I uh, essentially these four paintings were like digital illustrations, um, and I sort of just like 
Like, oh, basically, for all the four people that lived here, I, I, like, Googled a word and then looked at a bunch of inspiration around that word, like, Google Images, and then, like, made a painting based on that. So for, for Dirt here, I looked up, like, like, a cyber, cyber city, like, a cyberpunk sort of asks, like, city, like, that sort of thing. And I just looked at a bunch of, like, Blade Runner images and stuff like that. And put together this little piece of, like, a neon, neon city with a couple looking out on it. And it turns. <laughs> So, so, uh, our other roommate turned on the podcast, and what he opened was, uh, what what was, was Brennan's, was Brennan's ass crack. Let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, Brennan's ass crack is a work of art. It's a work of art, and it is so, got him. (laughs) Sorry about that, sorry to interrupt. So, Tim, are you like a, you painted this for paint? for Peyton and it's cyberpunk yeah. not not the game per se but the genre yeah. uh, 80s synthetic style yeah. I knew he liked sci-fi stuff, it, yeah. it fits well with uh, The Midnight which as we know is Peyton's more or less favorite band yeah. that we played before the, the show that we discussed at ad nauseum last episode uh, are you are you like a cyberpunk neo-noir kind of guy or yeah, are you like, like talk to me about that there's a there's a book titled neo-noir that i read parts um, of in college i really like the colors involved in like most of the artwork like i i love big bright contrasts i love big bright colors with like dark dark darks yeah i yeah. love that too it's um, really cool it's one of my favorite genres of film yeah the colors are always really cool like it's a lot of cyans and pinks and stuff oh the accent oh. made for brennan Okay. Yeah, yeah. Leave it. Just leave it at the side. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what's your uh, what's your favorite neo noir or like cyberpunk movie? Movie probably. What's your favorite neo noir film? Blade Runner. Yeah. What about what do you think about Twenty Forty Nine? Twenty Forty Nine. Oh, the sequel one. Which I one like do you prefer? That. I uh, I prefer the original. Okay. I think um, just because you know Harrison Ford, they got uh, that dude with the white hair has that hard line about like tears or like. All these moments will be teardrops in the teardrops rain. In the rain yeah. like, uh, I didn't like Blade Runner twenty forty or the original. No, no, no. I, I loved twenty forty nine. I did not like the original uh, really? Blade Runner. Well, yeah. Which version of the original did you watch? Uh, I've watched <laughs> the fact both. That there's so many. But uh, there's three. There's yeah, three. Yeah, I've watched. So originally, what I was gonna say is I did not enjoy. I've watched the original and the director's cut. Mm-hmm. I thought they were both overhyped. But I really love that line about teardrops in the rain. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, the more, every time I see that frame on Instagram with the caption, mm-hmm. my, like, skin crawls, and I think deeper thoughts about it. Uh, I don't know. That's good. It's a good film. It's yeah. A... It's, uh, I like Harrison Ford. I like, uh, I like the whole, like, conspiracy theory. Is he a replicant? Is he not? I think Ridley Scott said he is. Yeah. And then they sort of said he wasn't in the sequel. Yeah. Anyway. I, I liked 2049 shit though. Okay. So, yeah, I thought it was good. I like Ryan Gosling. I like how Dave Bautista was in it for that cameo. Yeah, I'm disappointed he didn't have a larger role. Uh, you know, he can do Drax, but can he, can he really act? I mean, that? he acted well for that scene. Could he have acted <laughs> really well for the whole film? Well, I, I want to see Dave Bautista... I don't know, Dave Bautista's been going on some bull- some dummy shit about COVID, so I'm kind of like, eh. But like, he, but like his acting ability, if we're gonna look at that in a vacuum, as we should, mm-hmm. I, I would like. One of the Bond films. I don't. Uh, he was in the one 
he's on the the Spectre. He's in Spectre. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him in a dramatic role for like the whole film. You know, maybe not the main character, but I'd like to see him in a drama as like a secondary character. I think he could pull off I drama. I want to see him in that movie with Kumail. Wait, wait, Stuper? I think yeah, I've heard of this. Stuber. It's like, uh, it's come out, come out like the Indian actor, you know? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know his work, but he's I think I know the film. Yeah, yeah. And he's taking around Batista as like a hitman. Yeah, it's okay. Like, it's, like a, it's almost like Deadpool in that, like, Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good? Have you seen it? I, no, I haven't. I, I want to see it. The trailer looks funny. Ridiculous, yeah. Maybe we should watch that sometime. Maybe. That we can talk about on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then we can have him back. We can have Tim back on for the podcast. Bro, you're struggling with this fucking frame. I can't. It's not going in right. It's just not going in right. Yeah, th- these frames are a little tough. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, here's the next one. There we go. This one I did for Ethan. It's like based on ancient civilizations and whatnot. There's um, slide it this way a little more. It looks like Temple Run. If you're familiar it does look like Temple Run. I, my first thought was Avatar, but yeah, yeah, I, had, I definitely had some Avatar inspiration going on. Now, Tim, you no, said this was nice. what you told me was this yes. was based on our conversation about ancient yes, slash. Ethan once had a conversation talking about uh, ancient civilizations, the Dead Sea Scrolls, and like the Atlantis, the, Atlantis, yes, the Younger Dryas Impact. Do you want to talk about that? We can talk about that later. We can talk about it now. Our time is dwindling, my friend. Er, true, true, true. I, yeah, I'd, I'd probably gotta get out of here before 10. Oh. I gotta, like, I gotta get going. I mean, personally. Yeah, that's up so. to you, man. We, I mean, I can close this out without you. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's it's what up I'm to you. So, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> have it's to only, get going without It's only uh, 9.30, but... I'm gonna have to get going. Alright. So... Alright. Actually, well, I should, what time is it? Well, so do we want to finish I talking should, about I these? Should, yeah, I'll finish talking about these paintings and then I should probably go to. Okay, well Sounds I'm good, gonna man. get I'm gonna step out. All right, All right. so yeah. uh, see, you see everybody. These uh, they're gonna close it out without me. Um, you guys can uh, I trust you guys to figure it all out. It's uh, labeled pretty uh, easily. Um, <laughs> and we're done doing the hard part. That's um, good. doing all of this. We just gotta be able so to. So you don't have to worry about this. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we got it. So all right, cool. All right. All right. Well then, um, I'll catch you guys later. Please like and subscribe. Oh Hit the bell for notifications for whenever we go live. We go live every two weeks, uh, just in case Ethan uh, forgets to mention this stuff. Follow the Instagram. Follow Tim Powell. Buy his art. He's phenomenal. He deserves the support. That second one. He clearly deserves the support. <laughs> his emails in the description. His at for his Instagram is also in the description. Um. So yeah, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Whoa, that too. I guess. That too. I guess. All right. So, uh, all right. What about this one? This is the one you did for Matt. Yeah, this one. I don't know. As you guys know, Matt is our uh, reoccurring uh, Kramer-like guest who shows up at random times and hits us with some wild, some wild shit. I was told that he liked World of Warcraft, so he is a a huge World of Warcraft fan. World of Warcraft concept uh, art. And then I just sort of merged some stuff all into, into one piece. And then I had to make it really trippy colors so that it'd be fun for me to paint. So this is like one of their cities burning. Yeah. I just saw like a picture and was like, I want to do something like that. And then just sort of went. It's interesting that you were able to make this off of fucking just off of World of Warcraft pictures. Because this, yeah. this is really fucking sick. Thank you. Yeah.
All right. And then, this is the one you painted for Brennan? Yeah, this was the one for Brennan. Uh, Brennan, whose ass crack you just saw. He, um, yeah, you guys, you guys know Brennan. He was on our our drunk cast and the various other stuff. podcasts. So I wanted to do like a like a knight in the castle thing. So it's like a, like a lone rangery knight sort of guy, uh, looking at a castle in the distance that he'll probably have to take on or something. You know, like a scene out of Lord of the Rings. So dude, I, this is really this is really sick. Yeah. Like thank you. very like uh, this could be a book cover. Yeah, it does look. Uh, it looks book cover esque. That almost looks like a Dracula castle sort of thing. Like it's sunset. I like how you did like the fog down here. This looks like yeah, real fog. <laughs> that's because I didn't want to add any. I didn't want to draw any more rocks. <laughs> there you go. Dude, Some they the could actually. Do you watch a lot of anime, Tim? Any? Uh, wow, my aunt's watching. Do I do, I do what? Do you ever watch anime? Because Jojo mentioned Castlevania. Oh, I've never seen Castlevania. My friend Henry always tells me to watch that. Um. I liked Cowboy Bebop. I like Naruto. That's right. We've discussed Dragon Ball. We've discussed Cowboy Bebop. I watched the first 14 episodes of Demon Slayer. I, I didn't think it was all that. I watched the first three episodes of Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool con. That movie. So many people have asked me to go see that movie. No one's asked me to go see that. Oh, okay. Movie. Well, I mean, it's out. <laughs> it's out and gone now. You know. Yeah. Right. I don't want. I did not want to go see it. No. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I don't want to shit talk Demon Slayer because I might still like it. Like I think the art's really cool. The art like, style is cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just couldn't get into the story. But also, I only gave it fourteen episodes, and it's several hundred. So maybe wow. I didn't give only honest. fourteen episodes. Yeah. You. You. you only scratched like, the surface. One of those guys that are that are into anime that they'll like, they'll be like you didn't give it a fair chance. You know. Well. Cowboy Bebop is like 26 episodes, and, and, I, it's, I, yeah, and that's really that's good. plenty of plenty of chances to. Well, but One me. Piece is over a thousand. So. Well, you know, <laughs> Jojo, you've seen every episode of One Piece. Holy hell! We got a One Piece man in the house. <laughs> oh my! A th- how many hours is that? That was all my 11th grade year. Okay. Jojo's been watching One Piece Surely. since his eleventh eleventh uh, grade year in high school. So now his eleventh or his junior junior year of high school to junior year of college, right? There you go, four years. It's still going. Show's still on. Never ends. Never ends. It's been around since like the nineties or something. Like the nineties, really? Forever. Yeah, it's been it's still airing. Yeah, damn. I remember people talking about it when I was like in high school, but mm-hmm. I did not know it was a. Uh... That it's old. like uh, some kid eats some fruit and he has like Gumby's powers, but he's also a pirate or something. I don't really know much about it. Yeah, I know Mr. Fantastic is on a pirate ship and that's about it. Yeah. My sister's boyfriend is really into One Piece and I like make fun of him for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I bought him a One Piece uh, painting for Christmas, so. Okay. I uh, I probably got to go soon. Okay. Uh, we should wrap this up, but before we do, okay. would you like to talk about this axe handle? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So, uh, so you guys know Brennan, uh, our roommate, who yes, uh, he, uh, has been on the podcast many a time. He also, he used to be an axe-throwing coach. Do you want to shut up real close? Yeah. He, anyway, uh, Brennan told me a couple uh, weeks before Christmas that he was going to quit his job, and then he didn't, and that he was going to get a job at, like, at an I'm axe I'm not sure you're place. supposed to say that, dude. Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's funny. But, um... <laughs> I mean, anyway, he told me he that he was, he was going to work at an axe throwing place. He used to work at an axe throwing well, place. He told me he was that he was again. 
You know? He was he was so gonna return. That was the I, uh, that, that was the plan at the time. And he purchased this axe handle and he wanted me to customize it. And so I uh, I would engrave. Oh my god, you're ruining my custom art, man. Bro, I'm ruining my my mouse. <laughs> but uh, it's a hunk of hickory wood that I burned uh, some some Celtic symbols into, and then stained it maroon. Dude, this is nice. And then added some gold. Yeah. Sweet. I don't really the the axe would go here. Yeah, the axe would go there, and I kind of wish that I hadn't put those little symbols up so high, because they'll probably be covered when an axe handle goes on. He was telling me that's why he hasn't put an axe on it. Oh, he really? Wanna, he didn't want to like cover this up. up. Oh. Yeah. Tell him he's gonna hang it it looks so much cooler with a with a handle on it, though, or like a head on it, you know? Hey, I'll, you, I mean, maybe you can tell him that. Maybe he would throw a handle okay. on it if you told him. I wanted to see it in action. Like, I have a video of me making it, but I wanted it to end with him throwing it. So, uh, you should tell him that. I feel okay. like he would do it if you told him that. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't care if he scuffs up that paint. Man. Fine. Blow him a kiss. There's pigs out of here. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> I guess I'm. I should probably. Get do you want to wrap this up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. All right. Well, is there? Uh, this is not gonna be obviously not the last time you're on here, so we can always yeah, talk yeah. more in the future. I can be persuaded to come back. Persuaded with drinks and whatnot. Maybe money. Maybe money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything uh, you would like to add about art or your process, or is there anything like we forgot to talk about? Um, you can email me at timpowart at gmail dot com if you wanna if you want a painting. Um, buy buy some art. Follow my Instagram. What's your well? Your his Instagram is in is in the tag. Art. It's in the description. On Instagram. And uh, very soon, God willing, there will be a website. God willing. If you need help with that, let me know. Okay. I've, yeah. I've made multiple Alan websites. Alan said he helped me, and then, you know, you know him. You know? <laughs> I got that for you from him. <laughs> well, All right. we got you on the website. Don't worry about it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. This is Take our hi care. highest... I can't believe uh, all of you watched. <laughs> Tim, you're a, you're a celebrity. Yeah, eight, eight people <laughs> wasted the with me. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, probably. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Now, now here's like 10 minutes of me trying to figure out how to fucking close. I'm, I'm muted, so. <laughs>